This is the Indesa Members Memo, a podcast of the National Drug and Alcohol Screening Association. Indesa is 100% member-owned and is your industry voice. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Indesa Members Memo. So glad to have you join us this week. We're always so happy to spend a little bit of time with you. My name is Joe McGuire and I'm the Executive Director for the National Drug and Alcohol Screening Association. Uh, if this is your first time listening to us, we're so glad that you have discovered us and we hope that you will like and share and subscribe to our podcast so that it always pops up on your feed and you can catch every episode. Um, today, we're just going to have a little short one, but uh, I wanted to give you guys some highlights from our webinar on the Federal Motor Carriers Clearinghouse that we had um, the at the end of um, November. It was a fabulous webinar with the program administrators of the Clearinghouse and I think uh, a lot of us got a lot more out of the Q&A. For those who kind of are really familiar with, you know, Clearinghouse, how it works, what's going on, um, the troubleshooting uh, uh, in the Q&A section was just particularly helpful. And so I wanted to pass some of that information on to you for those who either couldn't make it or didn't get to stay for that part um, of the presentation because we went rather long, like it was almost an hour and a half um, because people had so many questions. I think we had over a hundred questions submitted. And in fact, we are still trying to get, um, get some responses on about the last half of those that we didn't get to. So as those come in, we'll probably address them again. But some of the things that that were said, I think were particularly helpful and I really wanted uh, to just get the word out. So make sure that you share this with others that you know that are operating in the clearinghouse space. First and foremost, the deadline for running an annual query is January 6th, 2021. That's the annual query. Now, if you've already run a query in um, the calendar year from from January 6, 2020 uh, forward, then it counts toward that annual query. You don't have to just go and run another one for the sake of doing so. So if you've already run it, you're covered. But that would be a limited query unless information shows up and then that turns into a full query. And uh, and then of course you'll need to see what information is there on that particular driver. So that's like the first big, big news that we want you all to remember. Um, and you can run those queries even if the driver has not registered in the database, although you want to encourage them to do so uh, and, and make sure they're getting in there so they're not having um, further violations or getting pulled from safety sensitive duties because you know a violation shows up and, and, and they're not in there. All right, some of the common mistakes that were addressed that, uh, that I want to get to. First of all, if you have um, drivers with violations, so a failed drug test or refusal or what have you, if the MRO reports out that result in the clearinghouse, the DER and or slash the CTPA then does not have to go in and also report that violation, right? So if the MRO reports it, it's reported. One of the common mistakes that they're seeing in that database 
is that um, violations are getting double reported. And that doesn't show up as, oh, this must be the same violation that accidentally got put in here twice. It appears to be two separate violations, which we do not want to have for drivers. And then it has to be handled on the back end administratively, and it takes a lot of time and effort. So if the violation is being reported by the MRO, the employer or designated employer representative um, or the TPA, whoever's operating again in that space, does not then need to repeat it. Okay. Uh, another common mistake that it, that they're seeing is people are um, getting invalid results when they try to enter drivers in um, to the database, and sometimes this is happening because the drivers, the the CDL number, the the commercial driver's license number that has been issued to the driver has zeros in front of it. And when the service agents are, um, you know, trying to upload spreadsheets into the database and just massively put everybody in or manually type them in, those zeros are um, getting erased in, in like in a spreadsheet. The spreadsheet, whenever you have numbers in columns, it'll take out zeros up front. So certain states can have several zero digits in front of the number, and those have to go in in order to match up with that particular motor vehicle department for reporting. So uh, one of the suggestions that was made is if you have driver's license with zeros in front of them, please format those columns on your spreadsheet into text so that um, Excel or, or your CSV file or whatever doesn't just automatically delete them and then you don't have matching errors. Um, another thing that can occur is if you have hyphenated last names, um, different states, um, put those in there differently. Some have hyphens, some just mash the names together, some uh, list the names separately. And the most important thing that you have to remember is it needs to go in there in the way that the state uh, will have it in their database. The, the Department of Motor Vehicles, when I say state, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, make sure that you enter that name however your state Department of Motor Vehicles would list it because that's how it will match up and that's how you'll get the reports. So uh, sometimes that's creating a little bit of an error and those things have to be edited. Um, and then another thing that, that was mentioned is pay particular attention always to entering all of the information in correctly. Um, always type everything in exactly the way that it is on the CDL and um, the employer's information, employee ID numbers if you're using those, etc. to avoid errors. Um, make sure things are spelled correctly. And when you enter the dates, make sure the format that you use is date, um, is, is um, month, month, day, day, year, 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 right? So M-M-D-D-Y-Y-Y-Y. If you don't know what I'm talking about, that would be like if you're entering um, May 5th, 2020, you have to enter it 05052020. You can't just go 5520, all right? Or 050520. It has to be two numerals for the month, two numerals for the day, and then four numerals for the year. So that's another thing that they said could cause errors. Um, and, and one that I thought was 
of particular interest, and everybody will want to hear me on this one, is make absolutely certain um, TPAs, this is for you. When you are running queries, especially on large batches for your clients, make sure you run those queries for the correct driver and the correct company. Because if you get them wrong, and you know, the companies have their accounts in there and they they pay up for the queries, they have like a little kind of bank going on and they get they buy they purchase credits. If you run a big batch of queries for the wrong company, no refunds. It goes on in that company and they cannot at this time refund anything. If you run a big batch of drivers and half of them have been furloughed, you're not going to get credits on those. The money's just gone. So in order to um, avoid having to pay a client um, a, a credit out of your pocket because you wrongfully spent their clearinghouse um, on their on their clearinghouse account, make absolutely certain that you are running correct list of drivers for the correct company and that you're not running anybody who has been furloughed or no is no longer with the company. So those were some of the um, big, big highlights <laughs> that um, that that were discussed uh, repeatedly. Another question that came up pretty frequently was if I run a limited query on a driver and there's information and I have to turn it into a full query, is that a second charge? The answer was no. That query then is converted into a full query and the charge is the same. So you don't have to pay twice. Um, another question in there was if a driver has failed a test and is in a follow-up program, must must the SAP or the DER report every single follow-up test? And the answer to that was no. Uh, the first failed test is reported and then the clean return to duty test is reported. The subsequent follow-up tests do not need to be reported unless a test has failed. If the test has failed, that's a different story and that would need to go in and that would be another violation. That makes sense. Okay. Um, another thing that has occurred here and there is that um, employers or DERs have occasionally entered themselves in wrongfully as the TPA, kind of not understanding the terminology, and then the TPA cannot be entered in because their identity essentially has already been taken. So if that occurs, the DER then or the company has to go in, delete that account, get that corrected, create a new account so that the TPA can be assigned. Um, if they're unable to figure out how to do that by themselves, of course, they'll have to call tech support and get assistance on that. If you go to the Clearinghouse website, um, the toll-free number is there to call for technical assistance. The email is there. But one of the things that I want to mention about going to um, the Clearinghouse website, there are so many resources there. Look at the help pages look at the learn section. Um, there are a ton of things there that will help you, um, you know, just to get information, to see screenshots, to get um, all types of um, how-tos, to get your questions answered, etc. So make sure that you are um, going and checking that out and, and you're paying attention and, and read the frequently asked questions and, and all of that, okay? Um, clearinghouse.fmcsa.dot.gov. So um, 
I think that those were the the greatest highlights. We did offer this webinar for free because it was done graciously by federal motor carriers and um, no cost to us uh, except for, you know, man hours on our side to run it. So this was our um, our gift to you, but also um, just presenting this information out um, to the public. If you missed it and you would like to watch the presentation, hear the information, get the slides, um, any of that, please do um, shoot me an email, McGuire at indesa.com. And that's J-O-M-C-G-U-I-R-E at N-D-A-S-A.com. And I'll be happy to get you the links and the um, PowerPoint and all of that good stuff. And I guess the last thing that I would say before I sign off about Clearinghouse Please remember that the purpose of the Clearinghouse is a database um, to capture those who have been slipping through the cracks, failing drug tests, kind of hopping from company to company to company. We're trying to stop that um, gap and not just to, it's not to bust people. I mean, drug testing in general, we're not here to bust people. We're not trying to be some kind of, you know, um, cops out there. Um, what we are trying to do is bring people back to health and wellness to protect public transportation safety. Um, it's about safety first. It's about health and wellness and helping people who um, may have developed a, may have developed a problem along the way to have an opportunity to return to safe operations and be their best and healthiest self. So the goal would be to get them evaluated by a professional, um, get some treatment and keep them in their safety sensitive position. That's really ultimately the goal for DOT. Keep them in their safety sensitive position, get them back to work, uh, and and often those people who have had previous violations and then get it all worked out can be our very best, most committed employees. And so we want to commit to them that uh, we want to do the best job we can to um, to help anybody struggling with substance abuse disorders to get back on the right track. So that's the mission. That's the goal. That's the vision. It's about safety first, uh, as always. And uh, if you have any questions, reach out, let me know. I already gave you my email address and um, thank you for listening and we hope to see you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Indesa Members Memo. Subscribe to hear all of our podcasts and join Indesa to access all of our professional industry resources. Visit us at ndasa.com.